Hello, welcome to La Mesita. My name is Antonio Salcedo, and today we have Patrick Donnelly. He's been part of Chicago's Boston music scene since 2013, working as a pianist, guitarist, music director, and arranger. Founded La Peña Orchestra last year and lately has been broadcasting occasional piano recitals from patdonnelly.com. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to La Mesita. How are you? Doing well, Antonio. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's very, very, uh, very happy to see you here. And yeah, so. Can you tell us what is La Peña Orchestra? La Peña Orchestra is it's a new project. It's an ensemble of 20 people. And it's a, it's a band that we have played about three times in public so far. And it's some started on my own. And with the help of a lot of friends and colleagues, we've had some really successful and fun concerts. The idea behind the band is there's a lot of transcription involved which is something we could go into of what that mm -hmm. is but basically what we do so far is taking old recordings that were made sometime between the 30s and the 60s of dance bands throughout latin america and i'm listening to the recording and writing out what they played for each instrument and then play it so i'm presenting music in a concert and um you know so try to pick tunes that I think people are going to like and be danceable, make people dance and have some relevance to the history of the music and all kinds of things like that. So it's experiment and it's just, I mean, we're on hold right now. What's going on staying at home, but we kind of just started picking up a little momentum. Yeah. I'll get into that right in a, in a bit. Your last concert, was that in Navy Pier, was it? Yeah, it was, I think it was February 6th. And it was at the Crystal Gardens in Navy Pier. They were doing a, like a winter music series on Thursday nights. So we played up there. Cool. We'll be, we'll be uh, playing that video later. So yeah, you said how we're, we're on hold right now. And it's very, you know, very difficult to do things. But anyways, how did you succeed in putting together this orchestra? You know, when, when you're a professional musician, a lot of times you get asked to do things for free. And that can go, right. you know, either way, depending on what your relationship is with, with people. Of course, it's good to do some things for free sometimes and but you know myself right. and a lot of people that I work with that's how we put food on the table and stuff like that so you also want to all of that's just to say that it's hard to get 20 people together you know to play so I thought how am I going to do this so I actually kind of use my 30th birthday as a, an excuse to guilt <laughs> people into coming out and being a part of this project because I thought they wouldn't be able to say no so that was how right. I got everyone together for the first time. I was like, hey, man, I really want to do this for my birthday. It's going to be a party. And so people, everyone was like, and I didn't feel as bad because it was, it was a special occasion. And then it turned out that everyone, you know, the musicians loved it and friends and family. I mean, the places we played were packed and it was a hit. So then I felt more like, okay, we can do it again and got money for it the next time. Uh, very awesome yeah i know how you feel about that for being like being free for the first time it's a little you know but that that's really uh it's great it's great uh it's it's awesome that you did it with 20 people i could barely do it with two <laughs> so yeah it's very, that's that's very cool very cool we're gonna dig deeper into what kind of music you do so i know that that you lived in peru for a while right what kind of music in peru inspired you to go deeper into latin music yeah, so I ended up in Peru and they had something, I was just kind of over there and I 
didn't know what I was necessarily going to be doing, but I ended up living there and I was just on my own, right? So I, uh, they had this website called Mundo Anuncio. It's like their version of Craigslist. They had uh, an ad in there that this band was looking for a keyboard player and it was a wedding band. So I'm, I was assisting a guitar maker in his workshop every day. That's like the main thing that I was doing over there. But I, okay, this is perfect. So this guy gave me like these blanks are these burn CDs with all the repertoire, what the band was playing. And he's like, just learn these. I went to his house every Sunday and used his piano to practice. And they, they played a lot of, you know, some countries around the world would, their popular music would sometimes be like American music. But in this place in Peru and Arequipa, the music was very much like local and traditional. They played a lot of cumbia and wino is a kind of music that's very folkloric in the end. And especially towards the end of the night when people were feeling a little more relaxed and a little more looser, they yeah. would request wino. So we would play that kind of music and then also a little salsa and vals, musica criolla. So Peru right. has a lot of variety of music. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Hopefully we see something that includes that later. Well, you said that you live in Peru, right? So where did your passion for, for music come from? Like at, like at what age? I don't know if I can... I'm going to try and point to a specific moment. I took piano lessons like as a kid. And then there was this day when some of my friends like came, knocked on my door and they were like, hey, we're putting a band together. Can you sing? And I was like, sure. And so we played all Led Zeppelin. That was what we did. We ended up playing until we went to college. So we, we probably played together for, I mean, five, six years. Explored a lot of different types of music together and stuff like that. So I think with the guys, you know, and stuff and playing parties, block parties and stuff that started to feel the passion for it. But there's it's too, when you're studying classical music, I mean, the, the beauty of Mozart's compositions and things like that too you just you can't deny it when you're even when you're a kid that's very very interesting uh so so in college did you study music yeah i did i studied jazz jazz piano in college cool cool yeah it's uh i still personally don't know exactly what i'm gonna do for college but <laughs> uh hopefully you know i figure it out but just like when you finished college like what did you do before your career and like as a musician when I, when I finished, I didn't know what I was going to do. And a couple of friends of mine who I was in a band with in college, they had moved down to uh, Austin, Texas, and they had bought this, this club and they turned it into what is now the Sahara Lounge in Austin, okay. Texas. Mm -hmm. And so I was helping them set up that club. And this guy that was in my class in college had posted something that a cruise ship was looking for a, a musician. So I applied and then uh, I got hired to play on the cruise ship, but I was playing um, guitar and banjo. Oh, okay. So your, your main would be like the piano, right? The piano was what I studied, yeah. All right, okay, so, okay cool, cool. So right now uh, we're, gonna have, we're gonna go to a music break and we're gonna show you guys, uh, we're gonna talk about the video Nereida, recorded in Honky Tonk restaurant. So yeah, let's take a music break and we'll be right back with Patrick Downey, founder and music director of La Peña Orchestra.
We are back with our special guest, Patrick Donnelly, local musician in Chicago. Uh, Patrick, everybody is taking social distance because of the virus, right? So how do you keep contact with your musicians from the orchestra during this uh, time? Yeah, it's been hard, especially one of them in particular, I won't name any names, is really trying to get us together to play. You know, you have to be like, well, I wish, you know? You gotta be very, very careful. But actually, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the, the project is so new that we were just getting going. Sometimes some of the musicians will say like, hey man, can't wait till we play again together. But a lot of us, we knew each other before, and so we just kind of keep up in general with what each other is doing and stuff like that. We just stay in touch, as you would with friends. And So not really uh, practicing, right? Like you guys no, are not. like, uh, yeah. yeah oh. We're not practicing at all. You know, some people have suggested maybe trying to do something where we make that kind of mashup video that you've seen people do, but it's just, I think, not, not for us, so... Just gonna wait until we get <laughs> together again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully this thing's over soon. So, like you said, uh, it's very new, right? So, do you plan to record in a studio? Yeah, you know, I think that would be that would be the natural progression of things. Yeah, you know, I taught, I mentioned transcription earlier. So, really, what the project is as of now is that we're really rooted in doing like exact copies of old recordings. We're not going to put that on record because it's already right. on record. Something yeah. original or, you know. So, for example, in the last concert we played, I had written a, an original arrangement on the song Idilio. It's, it's a super unique arrangement. That's something we could put onto a record. So when we have enough things like that, then, then maybe we'll, we'll record something. Yeah, awesome. That's hopefully soon. So what is your favorite theme or like music your favorite to play? Yeah. You know, it, for me, it's like always changing and it depends on the context, you know? So like right now I'm preparing for like a little, a live broadcast, a concert that's going to be next Thursday. Okay. And I've got about five, five, six pieces that I'm, I'm working on for that. So I'm really digging into that material right now. And I also happen to really enjoy all of it. So, you know, I mean, it's, it is work and practice, but it, it's also very enjoyable to that but certain pieces will just like pop up and I'll start playing it and I can't really explain why I enjoy it like there's a song that Natalia Laforcade recorded with Los Angeles Azules Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, play it over and over again on Spotify. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. I know that. I uh, I did that song for my sister's quinceañera. We had to dance that. Yeah, so oh, I definitely right? know that song. Yeah, it's super catchy. So right? I will see. You. Yeah, yeah. I heard it over a hundred times, uh, practicing and practicing. Yeah, awesome song. I've never got annoyed with it. <laughs> yep, I feel the same way. I think my neighbors might though. <laughs> cool they might know the lyrics who who's someone you admire as a musician yeah that's a really important question uh for me like that's kind of what i use as a guide for for what i do you know as an artist is i try and follow in the footsteps of those people so well we're talking about la peña someone that i really admire in that vein is a man named bebo valdez he was an arranger and a pianist in cuba 
40s, maybe a little sooner too. And then he ended up living the rest of his life in Sweden. And his son is okay. Chucho Valdez. But the way that he wrote his arrangements are just like, I love them because they're very accessible to the ear. They're not too like wacky and out there. Any walk of life or anything could hear it and it sounds really pretty, but it also has a lot of depth in it too. And it has personality. It has a little fire to it. He's someone I really like as an arranger. As a pianist, Bud Powell is one of my biggest influences, a jazz pianist. Art Tatum is another one. James P. Johnson. Very cool, very cool. I mean, we, as pianists, we all have our kind of short list. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very good to hear. So any inspiring words for the public? Yeah, some words of wisdom for like for young musicians. It's, you know, a lot of people say follow your passion, stuff like that. But I would also emphasize work hard and learn your fundamentals. It'll never be a waste of time, you know. Learn your fundamentals, work hard. I mean, I don't know if some people have been watching the Jordan documentary, The Bulls, but one thing that I like about that show is that there's no magic story about it. Michael Jordan's just like, no, I actually just worked really hard every day, and that's why he was so great. Right, right. Awesome. So, Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. So for all the listeners and people watching the video, where can we find information about you and La Peña Orchestra? La Peña Orchestra has a website, lapeñaorchestra.com, and we're on Facebook and Instagram. So you can find us pretty easily on the internet. And then I have a website, patdonley.com, and lately I've been doing some little concerts and little events live, and that broadcast that on my website. So you can go on that, and then I have a mailing list. And yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time and talent, Patrick. It was great to have you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. This was La Mesita. My name is Antonio, and we invite you to enjoy exclusive performance by Patrick Donnelly, music director of La Peña Music. See you next time, and remember to be safe and healthy at home. Thank you very much.
This is one that we play, it's called Almendra.
uh, just to keep a little variety, I'll finish up with a little classical piece. This is a piece written by Franz Schubert. Montmartre Musical in F minor. Thank you. 